Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, grow in Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, again, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about 10 practical tips to getting your goals accomplished. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it today because I think this is so important. No matter where you are in the year, whether it's the end of the year and you're prepping for the beginning of the year or you're prepping for the day, you want to have some goals that you want to get accomplished for today or maybe this week or maybe it's the month or the quarter. But wherever you are in this, I am going to help you to be able to get your goals accomplished as you listen to this episode. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of things that I would like to do, okay? When I get up in the morning, I'm like, there is this list of things, right? But I know that I'm only going to be able to accomplish a few of those things. I may be able to get five things or maybe six things done, but I have to be very intentional about reaching those goals for that day or for the week. And so my motto that I live by is nothing happens until you start moving. That's right. Nothing is going to happen until we start moving. So we can have these great ideas, we can have these goals and these things that we want to do and want to get accomplished. But until we actually get moving on them with a strategic plan, it's not going to happen. And so you may not feel motivated one day, but I want to tell you again, nothing's going to happen until you get moving. And I understand that some days are just those slow days. Some days are just like, you know what, Courtney, I just really don't feel like doing this, even though I need to get this done. Sometimes you just have to take a day off, right? You just have to say, you know what, today is not the day, but tomorrow I'm going to get to it. All right. And another thing you have to think about is God's plan and his timing. And so if God is calling you to do something right at that moment, then you want to make sure that you are trying to get that accomplished and that could very well be considered a goal for you. And so without further delay, let's go ahead and jump into it. So for starters, I want to break down what does a goal even mean? We hear that all the time, goals, goals, goals. But what is a goal? So let me break it down. A goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort. It's the aim for a desired result. So what type of results do you want to get from whatever it is that you're trying to create or whatever the vision is that God has given you to accomplish? So think about that. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into these tips. So again, I'm talking about 10 practical tips to getting your goals accomplished. So number one is going to be to set up a meeting with God. 
Mm-hmm. Set up a meeting with God. So this could be just sitting at your kitchen table, or it could be going into your home office, or maybe it's sitting on the sofa with your laptop open in your journal, right? So whatever that looks like for you, think about that, because setting up a meeting with God is just the same thing as like you're setting up a meeting with a friend to talk about your goals, or setting up a meeting if you're at church, or setting up a meeting with your colleagues or someone that's on your job. So think about that, like you're literally having a meeting with God. So what I like to suggest is to set up a meeting that's about 15 to 30 minutes, right? And so think about that. And then all you're doing really is just dreaming with him. You're sitting down and you're saying, God, what is your vision for this goal? What is your vision for what you're trying to have me to accomplish? What are you showing me, God? And then you want to go ahead and write that down or type it up if you have your laptop open. And then after that, what I want you to do is I want you to pray over it, all right? After you sat with God and he's given you some download and showed you exactly what you need to do or just giving you just a little bit of insight as you sit still with him, then pray about it. The Bible tells us to pray about everything, right? It says, tell God what you need. And this is coming from Philippians 4, 6. Another thing too, what I want you to do is once you've laid everything out and written it out and had this time with the Lord, is just raise it up, raise up that laptop, raise up that notebook, raise up that journal, whatever it is that you're writing in and commit all of that to God. Give it to him. This is something that I actually do. Like once I write all of this stuff out, I lift it up to God and I say, Lord, I commit all of this to you because I know that I cannot accomplish these goals. I cannot do this work without you. Remember, we can do nothing without the Lord. And so Proverbs 16 and three, it says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. You see, that is so much power in that word. So commit your work to the Lord and then your plans are going to happen. Then your plans are going to be established. God knows exactly what you and I need to do. So we need to make sure that we're giving it right back to him and saying, Lord, help me to do exactly what you're called me to do in this season. All right, let's go on to tip number two. So tip number two is all about determining your top three goals. So that's my question to you right now as you listen to this. What are your top three goals right now? What are your top three goals today? What are your top three goals this week? Maybe this month or this quarter? Maybe it's the 90 days you're looking into or even the next six months, right? What are those top three goals? Or even you may want to look at it from a longer scale for the year. How about that? Write it down. That's what I want you to do. I want you to write it down. And again, I want you to pray about it. For me, my top three goals are number one is spiritual growth. I want to go deeper in the word of God. I want to have a deeper prayer life with the Lord. So I have to be very intentional about that. And I have to be very strategic about that. And then number two for me would be to spend more time with my family. I do a lot. I'm very busy. I got a lot going on, a lot of endeavors, but I want to make sure that my family is a priority for me. Okay. And then for me, number three would be to work on a new devotional. So I have a plan to work on a new devotional. So I have to really get busy about getting that done. And so again, I want you to think about your top three goals. All right. Tip number three is strategic planning. Again, for me, I'm talking about doing a new devotional. So I have to be very strategic about that plan. So for you, I want you to think about the steps that it's going to take for you to accomplish that goal, whether that's the one goal or three goals and think about it. So what I want you to do right now is to think about each goal by itself. All right, we want to take it into bite-sized pieces. So what I want you to do is write out number one, write out the goal, just one, just write out one, think about one, and then think about what are going to be the next five steps to accomplish that goal. So if you're listening to this, you can't write it down if you're driving, 
But when you get back into your seat or back at your desk or back on the sofa, right? I want you to go ahead and write out that goal and lay out the five steps that you need to take to accomplish the goal. And then what I want you to do is not move on to anything else until you complete that task, okay? Because you can have three or five goals, but if you're not beginning to knock them out, then what's going to happen is you're going to get scatterbrained, you're going to move on to something else, and then guess what? That goal is going to be put off to another month, another three months, another six months or whatever. So you want to make sure that you're taking the time to get them done, all right? So for me, an example would be that devotion, right? So what I would want to do to be strategic in my planning would be to set aside a day. So let me just give you an example. If I set aside a Monday and I blocked out three hours of dedicated time to get that work done, let me tell you what I'm doing in those three hours is I'm doing a deep dive in the word of God. I'm reading books. I'm highlighting things. I'm just like ear dogging pages because I want to go back to that. I'm going to watch videos on it just to get a deeper dive into it as well. Uh, I'm going to take notes and I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to meditate over the word of God. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to set aside three hours to actually create the devotional itself. So that's a total of six hours for me in that one day. But here's the thing. At the end of that day, I've gotten that goal accomplished. Why? Because I set aside time. I was very strategic. So again, my question to you is, what is going to be that number one goal right now that you can get done today or this week or maybe in this month or quarter? Lay it out and create a strategic plan for it. Now let's move on to point number four, which is all about time management. All right. So with time management, the biggest thing is all about your schedule, right? Really think about your life, think about your schedule. And then what you want to do is block that time. I kind of mentioned that a little bit, but I want to break that down of what that could look like when you're blocking specific time to get things done. So one thing I like to do is I like to type up my schedule from 9am to 10am for me, I would be doing my devotion. And then what I would do is I would block out a 15 minute break in between. And so I wouldn't get back to work until about 10, 15. So I'd have my first work block from 10, 15 a.m. to 11, 15 a.m. Notice that's just one hour of a block time. And in that time is when I would get my emails done. I would check out my inbox messages. And it would be when I would do the first small, like maybe 30 to 45 minute task of the day. And then after that, I would go into an 11.20 to 12.20 block, which is another hour, and then I would tackle that goal, right, that I was telling you about. So goal number one, whatever that is, and it's just something that I can accomplish in an hour. And then after that, it's going to be lunch, and then the day just kind of goes on from there. And so I want you to think about what your life looks like again and what your schedule and what your goals are going to look like for the day. We're looking at this for the day, okay? So block out your time by the hour. Make sure that you get a couple of 15-minute breaks in between. Make sure that you get a lunch break. And if you're doing this at night, it's okay. If you work during the day and you say maybe one of the days that you get home, maybe you might block out an hour to knock out a task, especially if you have a couple of ministry endeavors that you're doing or you're working on a project or you're creating something for your audience out there then you want to, you know, have some time to do this. And so again, blocking your time is all about taking time to get the things done very, very much so in a strategic order. And so what I like to say is manage your time. Don't let your time manage you. All right. So let's go on to tip number five, which is to eliminate distractions. And I think this is pretty simple, but it can be hard when you have all of these things running through your mind. And you want to do this and you want to do that. But you have goals to reach. You have something that you're trying to get done. You have something that you're trying to get accomplished. And so with that being said, what I want you to do is to determine what those distractions are for you. I know what they are for me, okay? But what are they for you? 
So a number one, we know a lot of times the phone can be a distraction. We hear that all the time because it is. Most of us have our phones, we're on social media, we're checking our emails on our phone. Everything is like on the phone, right? We get text messages, all those things. And so for you, that may be the phone. It may be something else. But I'm going to start with the phone because I know that's like one of the biggest things. Put it away. Like put it out of the room or put it on do not disturb. Because social media, you may get alerts and things like that, or just the urge to flip your phone back over just to see if you're getting any alerts from any content that you've put out there, or if you're getting any emails that you feel like, oh, I got to stop to answer this. No, it's not that important. Now, I will say if you have family members, you know, you might want to allow them to get through when you put on do not disturb on your phone. But other than that, if it's not an emergency, eliminate the distraction as much as you can. So some of the distractions, again, I'm going to mention just a few. Number one is the phone. Number two would be ideas, like constant ideas, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a ministry leader or you're at work and you have all of these things that you want to do, right? So silence the ideas, silence them. And then social media, of course, like remove the distraction. And people messaging you, right? Eliminate the distractions. Well, all right, let's take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to share the next five practical tips of getting your goals accomplished. Stay tuned for more. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and dive into tip number six, which is to set boundaries. All right. So what I mean by this is to set a timer around the goal that you're trying to get accomplished. This is going to be so important. Just like I mentioned a little bit earlier from that 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. to get my devotional done. Well, I was at my timer on my phone or maybe you might have it on your clock or your watch or maybe that's on your kitchen stove. However you want to go ahead and do this, make sure that you set a timer. And when you do this, when that timer goes off, it's time to move on into the next work block. Now, I want you to try to stick to this as much as you possibly can, because this is how you're going to be able to accomplish your goals and get them done. Amen. All right. So when that timer goes off, it's time to move on. So another thing, too, I want to tell you is remember to make sure that you take that 10 or 15 minute break before you move on to the next time. And you actually can set a timer for that as well. So it's just creating those healthy boundaries around your goals. One of the books that I definitely want to recommend to you in this episode is by June Hunt, and it's actually called Boundaries. And it's about how to set them and how to keep them. And she is amazing. I mean, she is just amazing how she breaks down all these different topics. But this is a great book. I'm going to mention it in the show notes. You can go ahead and grab it. But the big thing is I want you to do here is to set your boundaries around your goals so that you can get them done. Let's move on to tip number seven, which is don't procrastinate. Mm. I know the temptation is there because you're like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. But in order for you to get your goals accomplished, you're going to have to eliminate procrastination. Procrastination is not invited to the party, okay? It's not invited to the goal-setting party, not at all. All right, so we need to make sure that we eliminate it. Why? Because it brings on undue stress and you want to go ahead and get it done. And I'm going to tell you, I struggle with procrastination. And that's why I'm telling you, listen, we need to overcome this. I need to overcome this. You need to overcome it if you struggle in this area. So if you are a crammer, like I used to be in college, let me tell you something, you're going to have to lay that down, especially as you're getting goals done for God. So if God is calling you to do something, he's very, very timely and he does things in order. And so you just have to keep that in mind that, yeah, there may be some things that you want to do and you just like doing some stuff for the day. But when it comes down to doing what God's calling you to do and doing his will, you cannot procrastinate. If Noah would have procrastinated and been like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and build this boat when I feel like it, or I got time to go ahead and build this boat. God would have been like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm calling you to do this right 
now, okay? I'm on mission. I have a plan. And one thing I want to tell you about procrastination before I move on to tip number eight is this. Sometimes you can miss out on opportunities when you procrastinate. Have you ever been there before where you actually missed out on an opportunity because you procrastinated so long? And here's the thing. Sometimes when you procrastinate for too long, you lose motivation to even do whatever it is that you feel like you need to do at that moment. I've been there before. I'm like, you know what? I don't even feel like doing this at this moment. And I literally could miss out on an opportunity. And I have missed out on opportunities because I just waited too long. I waited to the last minute. And then I said, you know what? I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it. And again, we don't want to do that. We have to get our goals accomplished in the time that we need to get them accomplished, okay? All right, so a book that I also want to recommend by June Hunt, the amazing, lovely powerhouse woman, June Hunt. (laughs) She has a book that's called Procrastination, Preventing the Decay of Delay. Again, I'm going to mention that in the show notes as well. Okay, so let's move on to tip number eight, which is to get an accountability partner. An accountability partner can be your husband. It could be a coach. It could be a mentor that you've hired to help you to be accountable, to get your goals accomplished. It could be a friend that you ask. But whatever and whoever it is, however you get this done, I want to encourage you to be accountable to someone. And being accountable is not just, you know, having them reach out to you to say, hey, have you got that done? But being accountable is also getting the goal done and then reaching out to them and saying, hey, I got that checked off. I was able to get that done. Thank you so much for holding me accountable to that. Sometimes just knowing that somebody is going to possibly reach out and ask you, did you get it done, helps you to be very intentional about getting that goal done. So that way you can reach out to them instead and say, hey, I got it done. Because here's the thing. It's just like when you are on a job, you want to call the boss and let them know I'm running late instead of just showing up and like, are they reaching out to you and say, hey, are you coming in? You want to go ahead and say, hey, I just want to let you know I'm running just a few minutes behind but I'm on my way. It's the same thing when it comes down to your goals. You reach out to your accountability partner and you say, hey, I got this done, or hey, I'm almost finished. I got maybe like two more steps to go, but I'm almost there. That's what having an accountability partner is all about. Now let's move on to tip number nine, which is all about meal prepping. So what I like to do is alleviate stress when I'm trying to reach goals. And so I like to plan and cook three meals for the week, especially when I know that I have a big project. So examine your life and see, okay, what big project am I working on? What big goal do I want to accomplish this week? And how can I alleviate some stress as it relates to cooking for my family? Or even if you're single and you're cooking for yourself, I want you to go ahead and plan your meals. And this could be your whole day. It could be your breakfast, your lunch, or your dinner, or it could just be planning out your dinner. Because a lot of times, Once you finish working for the day, now you're thinking about, okay, what am I going to cook? And so to alleviate that stress, what you want to do is, what I like to do anyway, is what I'm going to suggest, is to consider three meals for the week. And so I'm from New Orleans, and I like to cook red beans and rice. Another thing I like to cook is spaghetti and meat sauce because it's super easy. And then I like to bake chicken. And so that's what I want you to think about is what three meals can you cook for the week? Maybe you're going to cook them on Sunday. Maybe you're going to cook them on Monday. Don't get too deep into the week. I just want to encourage you not to do that because then the week's got you, right? Now you're in it. (laughs) And so now if you're working on a goal on Monday, you're stressed. Or you're working on a goal Tuesday, you're stressed because now you're back into that, what am I going to cook tonight? 
So I don't want you to do that. So meal prep as best as you can. And even consider one of those days being a takeout day. Pick up food from Chili's or have someone drop it off. Maybe you might do DoorDash. So whatever it is, plan out your meals because this is going to help you to reach your goals. It's going to help you to just keep the momentum going where you don't have to stop or stress about what it is that you're going to fix, okay? So let me move on to tip number 10, which is to be enthusiastic about reaching your goals. It doesn't have to be a dreaded thing, okay? It can be exciting. I don't know about you, but I get excited about reaching new goals. I'm excited about growing deeper in God. I'm excited about spending more time with my family and making them a high priority for me. I'm excited about working on a new devotional. So I want you to be excited about your goals, but I also want you to plan for them and I want you to get them done. God wants you to get them done. So Ephesians 6, 7, this is what it says. It says, work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each of us for the good we do. Well, all right, as I prepare to close, I want to invite you to grab this awesome journal that I recently purchased. And on the cover, this is what it reads. God, goals, growing and glowing. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so encouraging when I set my eyes upon the cover of this journal. So as we aim at reaching our goals, sister, let us go forth with God. Let us grow in his word and in character while also shining bright for Christ. Until next time, let me tell you, I want to end with this prayer from Psalm 9017. And it says this, And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for joining me. Well, I pray that this episode has helped you. Also, if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at InsideOutWithCourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out With Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, and that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.